How we doing, Dodgers fans? The Dodger bats show signs of life this week and leading the Dodgers to a winning week. We'll look back at that. We'll also look ahead to the freeway series and the upcoming week for the Angels all this week on Dodgers Rap 360. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I want to crane you right now, Joshua. Wow. The song group takes it back. Just just in case anybody was wondering if we are not children of the 80s, we're just kind of putting the capper on it right there. Alongside Joshua Garchon, I'm Mike Conley. Guys, thanks for joining us for another edition of AfterBuzz's TV. Dodgers, Rap 360 coming to you from the lovely AfterBuzz studios in downtown North Hollywood. Boom! So... Ah, the Dodgers. What can you say? I mean, we thought the knocks on them this year was going to be, you know, depth at the back end of the rotation, the bullpen, and how that was going to go about, and the situational hitting. Well, the bullpen was great this week. Yeah, aside from today. Aside from today. Six games, no one runs until today. They look, they were great this week. And we got a little bit of situational hitting this week. Yeah, finally. So, <laughs> an upturn in that direction. And the starting pitching is still holding up. And we got, to, I mean, upturns on the guys in that yeah. starting rotation we were kind of a little lackluster on, namely Wood and Casimir. And Casimir looked good in both his, uh, I mean, in I went to Monday's game. Nice. Struggled a little at the beginning, but once he settled down after that third inning, he was great. I don't think he allowed a runner after that. Right. <clears throat> so he looked, uh, he that, looked and then, uh, what was it, uh, Friday night he looked uh, amazing. Amazing. <laughs> he got that... Um, what, eight and two-thirds? Eight and two-thirds. Yeah. Almost got that complete game. And then uh, former Red Sox fourth rounder Jeremy Hazelbaker takes him deep. <laughs> you know, you're one out away from getting his first complete game in like three years. And, oh, but he pitched, he pitched great. So. He did. He did. So that's a step in the right direction. And, you know, you're seeing that with Wood, too. So, you know, maybe a guy we were looking to run out of the town and uh, Honey Rick Honeycut. You know, maybe he's actually <laughs> earned his paycheck the uh, past couple weeks. Because, you know, and it seems to be the name of the game with Casimir uh, and Wood is is the both the same for those guys. Keep the ball down. Yeah. You know, when you're down in the zone, you're effective. When you're up in the zone. Yeah, you're, well, you're a batting practice pitch. And Casimir gets in trouble when he starts walking guys because that happened on Monday. That's that's when he gets in trouble. Yeah, it's a uh, if he doesn't like the other day he didn't really walk. He I think he had one walk, I believe. Right. And the eight and two thirds. That's when he's on his game. <clears throat> yeah. Yes, you're right. He did have one walk. Yeah. I think he had seven Ks on one walk. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's good to see. I mean, the, the they're only like. You know, it was only a four and three week, but you're playing some good teams. Yeah, to get, take yeah. two out of four, to split with the Mets, the Mets are a very good team yeah. with a very good pitching staff. And, you know, obviously it took the horse to come through and put <laughs> put, put his stamp on the series to get the split. But then to take, uh, you know. Two out of three from the Cards, who normally kick the Dodgers' butt. Right. So. <laughs> and that's a step in the right direction. I know this is a, everybody says this is a down year for the Cards and all that stuff, you know, because they're, whatever, because they're third in the Central. They still have a very similar record to what the Dodgers have right yeah, they're. Now. I think they're a game under 500, Dodgers a game over 500. Yeah. So I think it might be like, 
<clears throat> I think I think the Dodgers with the oh they have a loss today, so I think they might be twenty and eighteen. Yeah, they're I know they're game behind the Giants now because yeah. the Giants kind of won like what five in a row, four in a row. They went on a little <laughs> bit of a rip. They went on a little, little bit of a rip. So, but you know, it's uh, it's bound to happen. <laughs> you know, you just the the key for the Dodgers is going to be this stretch coming up because yeah. now they play the next three weeks. Versus some pretty horrible opponents. Yes, <laughs> and they really have to clean it up. You know, this week. I mean, just just you know, we'll, we'll break it down a little bit more in the future. But just going ahead, they have coming up on uh, the Angels, who are last in their division, I believe, right? Yes, in the, in the West, <laughs> and San Diego, who's last in the NL West, and Cincinnati, who I believe is last in the NL Central. Yeah. <laughs> so those are the next three series. It's like. You, you got to come back with well, like a 750 winning percentage on those three they, series. They have to because then they go on the road against the Mets and on the road against the Cubs. Right. So you, this is you have to you have to win at least time to make some hay. Yeah. <laughs> time time to get like to you know ten games over 500 before you get to that tough stretch. <laughs> you know, but um, so today was a little bit of a, a little bit of a downer. Um, I know you're putting putting it on the skip a little bit. You know, did you want do you want to vent a little uh, yeah, bit about the skip? Well, today I just thought he kind of was outsmarting himself. I mean, Blanton has pitched well. I don't I don't blame him for bringing Blanton in. Right. But it was uh, it was a you know he walks he intentionally walks Brandon Moss to get to Yadier Molina. Now I know Molina wasn't scheduled to hit, but I mean, we if you watch the game on TV, you literally saw Matheny talk to Molina to say, "Are you ready to play?" Right. So I'm assuming there's Dodger people watching this to tell Roberts this, this very thing, you know, that, hey, they're going to bring in Molina next. Or he should assume they were going to bring in Molina next. Right. So it, who's, what, hitting 330 and 375 with runners in scoring position this year? Well, I mean, <laughs> how does that whole thing go? You, they, they have to announce the hitter first, and uh, then you... Like... Well, he, he brought in... He announced, they announced Blanton brought him in, so Matheny brought in Brandon Moss okay. to pinch hit. Okay. Uh, they walked Moss intentionally. Then he brought in Molina to pinch hit, and Molina crushed that double <laughs> that scored the, the you know the go ahead runs today. Right, right, right. And then he intentionally walked. Forgot who the next guy was, and uh, what's his face? Um, can't pronounce his name. Starts with I think it's a B on the on the Cardinals. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, anyway, he got a hit and scored another run. Biscotti? Biscotti, yeah. That's a P. It's a P, Biscotti. Couldn't remember his name. No. But, you uh, were thinking of the <laughs> Italian pastry, Bis- Biscotti. <laughs> Biscotti. <laughs> it's close enough. Not to offend Italians. I'm <laughs> so hungry right now. <laughs> but, and then another attention walk to get to Biscotti, and Biscotti smacked a single. And it was, uh, it was just a curious, it was just a lot of curious decisions on that one little stretch mm. that led to the lead. I think he was kind of trying to outsmart himself a little bit there. And, yeah. You know, Matheny's a really good manager. It's going to be hard to outsmart Matheny. It is. You know, maybe you should have just kind of, I feel like they should have just let Blanton pitch to Brandon Moss. Right. And, yeah, I know Moss has pop, but, you know, not only is Yachty killing the ball in general, but he kills the Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, you know, it's just um, you got to have a wide berth with old D. Roberts. You know, I think that, like, you know, oh, maybe yeah, it's, his... It's his, a learning curve. I it know, is, yeah. you know, so that that's going to come. The good thing is, is, like, that guy's real consistent with, you know, his demeanor and his yeah. upbeat, <laughs> you know, presence in that clubhouse, you know. So when they were, were having kind of a bad stretch last week, you know, and having that <laughs> tough stretch at home, tough homestand, to have that even-keel demeanor and some guy that's always, you know, a half-glass-full guy, you know, is important to have. I mean, because... 
he's new, and the guy from last year is managing some pretty good baseball right now. Yeah. The Marlins are on a little bit of a, of a tail. Yeah, what did Stanton hit his eleventh home run yesterday? Today? Yesterday? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a bomb. And yeah, he still he still kind of missed it. You know, he just muscled it up. It's pretty crazy. But uh, so you got to be excited. And Seager is turning a corner. He went deep oh, yeah. today, opposite field. That, twice. That was nice. Oh, he went deep twice today. Twice today. Oh, boy. Uh, He's and what the other day he got three hits. Yeah, uh, I mean he's. Well, he, he made up for and a home run. Yeah, he made up for his uh, his two errors in that game. Yeah. So what does he have? Five now? Five homers or six? I six? think I believe it's okay. six. Okay, yeah. that, that ties him with Jock for the team lead, I believe. Except Jock doesn't play every day. Yeah. So <laughs> might have to might have to change that. Uh, Although I don't know. I mean, Trace, Trace. Trace his <laughs> dude his walk off the other night. Oh yeah. Battle back from 0-2, battle back from 0-2, and then just, I mean, he crushed that ball. Yeah. So, I mean, he's showing those bits of power that we saw a little bit last year with the White Sox. Yeah. <clears throat> it's impressive. I mean, I, 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 it's getting to the point where you, I want to see Trace in there every day. I think he's in center-verse lefties, and I think he's in left-verse righties. Yeah, I, you know? I think so, too. I think at this point, is he not? I mean, I know they like to stick Kendrick out there. Because uh, they want Kendrick and Utley, because Utley Utley's still hitting 290, I believe. Yeah. So you, they still want Utley in the lineup, but it is getting to the point where defensively and with his offense now, you maybe stick Trace out there for two weeks and see what happens as the starter. And like you said, lefties come in, you know, you, or you put them in, put them in the center field, <clears throat> and then put Kendrick in left during those games. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, it's like, oh, oh, uh, yeah, oh. Uh, Kiki, if it's a lefty, yeah. uh, but I mean, oh, but I am encouraged what I've been seeing out of the bullpen. They were great this week. You they know, re- they really were yeah. today. So Li- Libertor has been amazing. Yeah, actually, yes. uh, I don't think I knock on wood. I do not believe he's given up a run yet. I believe his ERA is still zero. I believe you're right. Uh, Jansen's only given up the one run, which wound up being meaningless anyway. Uh, when he gave up his run, mm-hmm. you know, Bl- uh, Blanton got knocked around a little this week or la- last week. I think he gave no, sorry, last week he gave up the three runs, and then today he got knocked around a bit. Yeah, there was that the game earlier this week where they were up eight four and they brought in Blanton, and yeah. it would would have been nice if he closed out. Yeah. But he got hit around a little bit, and they had to bring in. I think he let inherited runners in maybe, yeah. and then. Uh, they actually had to bring in Kenley yeah. for a two out save. Was that Friday night or that was? Yeah, I think it was Friday night. Mm-hmm. Was it Friday night? I can't remember. Yeah, but oh man, because I, I mean Kenley's so dominating, you know <laughs> that it's kind of hard not to go to him. But am I? I'm getting a little worried about maybe overuse. Me too. That's always an issue with closers. But yeah. but right now, is he the best closer in baseball? He, As of right now, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's you, you top three, right? He's yeah. got to be for sure. <laughs> Whose numbers are you going to put up against? Him? Yeah, I mean, but it is early. I mean, even Fernando Rodney as a closer is having a good year at this point. <laughs> so it's like let's let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. But we should try and find somebody else we have faith in that can come in and yeah. close out a non-safe situation with a four-run lead. You well, know, and it's like, does it have to be a situation where? Dave Roberts just automatically, once it gets into a safe situation, he's going to bring in Kenley. That that just seems like how it is, unless he's pitched, you know, yeah, three days in a row. Which is why I think Hal was brought in today versus Libator, who did pitch yesterday, right? And I think Friday, yeah, or on Thursday. I think he pitched Thursday, not Wednesday. Yeah. <coughs> I forget. Kersh- the Kershaw game was Thursday. No one, no one came in that I game. I know nobody. Did. <laughs> he is so good. He is so good, and you know, I mean. 
the thing with Kirsch, it's like, I hate to just fast forward through the next four months, but we just got to see this in the postseason, you know, yeah. carry over, you know, because I think it, maybe it's just a case where this guy's so intense during the regular season, maybe he doesn't have that extra gear when it comes to the postseason, you know. That he's always Everybody at the else same, is going. Where he's always at the same level no matter what. I mean, maybe. Although he pitched really good against the Mets last year on the road. Yeah. Uh, so maybe I'm hoping that that was kind because of, even he looked relieved. So I'm hoping that that was kind of his turning point a little bit last year. Yeah. Where he pitched a really good game against the Mets. I believe he won. He goes seven innings, only gave up the one run, couple hits. You know, he looked really good in that game. Uh, I mean, it was Granky who struggled in the playoffs last year uh, against the Mets. That's true. So. Yeah, I mean, for a May series, that Mets series was pretty intense. <laughs> you know, that that was kind of a playoff. I don't know if we we're just saying that just because those two just met in the playoffs yeah. last year, uh, but it, it's it was hotly contested. You know, it was it was good baseball. I was excited to well, watch it. And it was interesting at Monday's game. They had a really good chance to try to even that game, and mm. it brings me to Puig. Who, yes, I know he had three hits in the home run Friday, but aside from that, that's at this point, that's an anomaly. Yeah. He has been pretty, aw- and I mean awful as of late. That's. The it, thing is, he's playing a cool glove. Oh, right yeah, he's field playing, right now. yeah, he's playing terrific in right. That great catch uh, uh, yesterday, you yep. know, to, to snag Saturday that run. Night, yeah. yeah. But at the plate, I mean, yesterday he went 0 for 3 on eight pitches. Yeah. And, and then on. <clears throat> on Monday, it was I was watching his at bat closely because he didn't look good in the other two at bats. So he comes up. There's two men on. There's one out. He was up in the count two nothing and struck out. Right. And he looked re- he looked bad at every pitch. Like he was I don't know if he was trying to swing for the fence. I don't know what he was doing, but he was he just didn't look. I mean he he was taking bad swings. He was ahead of balls. He was behind balls. He just nothing no. seemed to connect at all. Like. It, it seemed like he started off this year with kind of a renewed approach. You know, he was taking more first pitches. He was willing to go the other way with balls. And now it seems like, like that lasted about 10 days to two weeks. And then since then, it's kind of the same old Puig. Yeah. Trying to pull everything, going after that first pitch every time. Well, except Friday, you know? that was an opposite field home run. Right. And See what happens? Yeah. But it, you're right. It seems like the other times when... He's going back. Yeah, he's going back. I don't know if he gets nervous at the plate. In a high in a leverage situation like that, you're down two runs, you got two guys on, there's only one out. Does he just revert because it's more of a leverage situation? It's a higher leverage, a little more pressure, so he just goes back to his old ways? I don't know. I mean, but, I mean, <laughs> you don't have to go far back in the video library to show him when he was going good. Yeah. So it's like, you know, if you turn a ward, get that kid in the film session and get him going around. And maybe you just, you know, sit him down a little bit, you know. But you, you do almost want him out there every day. Oh, so the, the fielding alone, yeah. he's He does something on defense to help your team each and every game out. Whether that's hosing somebody or making a dive and catch, it's like... He's ridiculous. No, in the field, he's amazing. But it's one of those things where it's almost like he's the new Jacques. <laughs> the way Jacques was last year. Right. It's like it went to Puig now. <laughs> well, I, I mean. Not that, not as bad, yeah. but, well, I don't know. Jacques was a little more easy to stomach because at least he was hitting like 20 bombs yeah. before the break. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> but it just, yeah, his, his, just everything, his approach looks bad. Like his plate discipline is bad. Mm. It's, uh, I mean, he just... 
it, just watching Saturdays, oddly enough, I was up north, you know, in Sonoma for right. a wedding this weekend. Right. So I Look got to watch. I got to watch. I actually got to watch on TV a little of the game because they show it up there. That <laughs> is a howl. So watching him, you know. So Dodger fans, <laughs> if 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 you want to see Dodger games, move to a NorCal. Yeah. Or I, I wonder if you can watch him in San Diego. Actually, I thought about that. <laughs> wow. Wow. But uh, so I was watching it, you know, they're with a lot of Giants fans. It's right. Northern California. Yeah. And then just watching him, I mean, eight pitches, you're 0 for 3 on eight pitches? You've only, you only saw eight pitches? I feel like just standing there letting the guy strike you out, you would see nine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and oof, I don't know, man. Maybe it's like, this is almost like reverse psychology, but like moving him up in the order. So he puts more of an importance on, like, you know, seeing pitches or whatever. But, you know, I think, like, you, you, as, a, as a player, you kind of, once you get that book on you that you're a first strike swinger, yeah. you're not going to see very good for No, of course not. Yeah. So it's like you have to go in and out of it, you know? So it's like show them you're patient, then you'll start getting meatballs yeah. again. You know, and then start crushing them, and then go back. So you, it's like a, it's a chess game. Yeah. You know. So, but uh, oh man. So yeah, I, I was uh, that that Met series kind of interesting. How about uh, Maeda giving up two bombs to <laughs> the city card? <laughs> wow. Oh, four. But that was actually to me that was his worst outing. Didn't he walk four guys? I believe in that game too. Yeah, he walked four guys. I mean, aside from the two home runs he gave up, but he walked four, gave up six hits in only five innings, only struck out I think three. Uh, You know, not his not his sharpest outing. I think that was probably his worst, but it was still kind of a serviceable outing. Yeah, he only still gave up the four runs. Somebody gave up two, I think, for him when they came in, didn't they? Or uh, no, he he had all four earned because Syndergaard. Hit that bomb, both bombs off him. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Syndergaard had all four RPIs. That's crazy. That is crazy. That kid's a stud, though. By oh the way. yeah. I mean, he's like touching triple digits on well, the gun. But you know, they as a starter, they had they had chances at him. They had good chances at Mats on Monday to kind of capitalize. They really couldn't do it. Yeah. Um. You know, he had some. That was well when Trace hit the home run. He had a really good at bat then, but then the uh, the next time when he hit, he had two guys on, you know, he came up after Puig in that game, and then he had a really bad at bat. Right. His discipline was really. He took wild swings, so it still worries me that. And then he hit the walk off a day, you know, a day later hits the walk off for one. It's a it's, he's kind of a mystery here. Like in one leverage situation, he battles from 0-2, hits a walk off. In the other leverage situation, he swings wild and strikes out. Mm. It was it was a bizarre couple of days for Trace Thompson. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do like you know his talent level though, and he has the right demeanor. And it's like it's thinking back to that that trade. It's like. The Dodgers' role in that was kind of facilitator between yeah. the White Sox and the Reds, you know, yeah. just trying to make it work. It's like, who do we even lose in that deal? Like, because uh, I mean, to get a oh, player, we lost. Uh, what's his name? Schlebler. Shebler? Oh, Schlebler. Schlebler. Okay, so we sent Schlebler to was the, the only. Reds. I, I believe was the only name, cut, name really, on, yeah. in that trade. Yeah. Yeah. So to get Trace back. And only lose a Shebler and some uh, that's pretty nice. And some not highly touted prospects is not a bad deal. Especially for being a facilitator. You know, I yeah. mean, Frazier, the big name in that deal, obviously he goes over and hitting a bunch of home runs yeah. to the White Sox who are off to a good stop. But, I mean, Trace Thompson, not a bad uh, no. little uh, booby prize in that <laughs> whole thing. Uh, and, you know, he could be a fixture in the Dodgers outfield for years to come. 
it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, and ETH here was back in June, right? Or July. Maybe, July. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It, it will, to well, see. and. It'll be interesting, especially in a couple years, because I believe in two years, Ethier and Crawford are off the books. Oh, I believe both huge. of them are off. <laughs> Crawford, man, it's like. <laughs> in Did he play this week? I actually, I, I just, I honestly don't recall seeing him in the lineup. Yeah, I could. I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I just, or I could have just blocked it out. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably the last. Pretty sure I had a couple stats. Um, I, I feel like I didn't see him take a swing. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. You know, I can't remember if we talked about this last week, but I was just thinking in that whole Tampa series of like, oh, please, please, Tampa, get this idea in your head that you want to have back one of your all-time Rays, you know, <laughs> and we'll go ahead, we'll eat 60% of his contract, and you give us a single-A pitcher and pick up 40%. What do you say? You know? Be, I, I wish. Oh, I wish. It's I really not, wish. It's not going to happen, though. I'll, I'll even give $5 to help uh, facilitate that. <laughs> Should we get a Kickstarter <laughs> yeah. on uh, buying all Kyle Crawford? A, a GoFundMe? Let's get... Who, wait, uh, who are they trying to... What player was it? There was a, Go, there was a GoFundMe for a player to try to buy him out. I forgot who that was. Was it... Wow. Pablo Sandoval or something like oh, that? I thought there was a, a I would GoFundMe. I know about that, if that was the case. That's a great idea. Oh, man. Oh... So Seager has definitely kind of turned a corner. Yeah. I, I feel like in this last week, he has become he, he became a little bit of a free swinger. You yeah. know, not, not so much as Puig, but he's getting back into that situation where he's being a little more selective, yeah. getting into hitters counts, and then making him pay. And it, it, it's great to see because you know we. We have a tendency to get impatient with this guy we've been hearing about yeah, so yeah. much in the minors. And he's only weeks. 20, 21, That's 22. Yeah, I think it might be 21. So. Yeah. But um, so it's just like great to see that how mature this kid is. And like I'm getting to the point now where I think that, you know, because I, I was kind of doubting this, you know, a few weeks ago, but I think he's going to hit like 25 homers and maybe hit 300. I, I mean, all said and done. I don't know about the home As runs. A rookie. I think he can hit the 300. I think he raised his average now to 280. It's 280 something right now. Right. And he was hitting the news 240, 250 there for a, for, for a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. this last week he's kind of come on strong. But you're right. It was because he was he wasn't as disciplined at the plate. Yeah. Taking a few more wild swings. And for him it's a little different than Puig because he's taller. So when he swings wild and he's a lefty. Right. It didn't look quite as wild. Like you know when you first when you're first watching him it doesn't look quite as Free swing it, but then when you go back and watch him, you know, watch replay, you're like, oh yeah, he's just kind of out there, out there, just let's see if I can hit this ball. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, I mean, if he gets locked into that where he's hitting and hitters counts, he's going to do a lot of damage. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to go do a lot of damage. So I, we we touched upon Casimir a little bit. It's very exciting to see that guy because yeah. I mean, I thought like. This guy now has to be perfect, has to be on the black all the time, has to be a Greg Maddox-type pitcher. Gone are the days where this guy's a flamethrower. And then he touches 95 yeah. on the gun the other day it, a couple times. It's yeah. like, whoa. <laughs> well, they said he was slightly injured. It came out after the, uh, Roberts was saying there's something about that. There's something with his thumb. Yeah. And and there's um, he's still not swinging a bat. He's only <laughs> bunting. Yeah. And things. I don't know why you would say that in a post game. Just, <laughs> so the world knows, pretty much. But uh, um, 
so yeah, there's something messed up with yeah. his thumb. So he's still even in his post game the other night. He's like, no, I'm still not swinging. <laughs> it's like, oh boy. But I mean, <laughs> uh, we're not relying on him to swing the bat. No. We're relying on him to pitch. So. so we only rely on Kershaw to swing the bat. But yeah. <laughs> right. So I'm hoping that the thumbs on the men because if starts like the other night, uh, what we have to look I'll forward take, to. I'll take him all year long from oh, Casper. Are you kidding me? Earning, <laughs> earning all that 13 mil, or yeah. whatever it is. Uh, in, to, in the yeah. meantime, Granky can't get a win, so I think he lost the other day against the Giants. Right. <laughs> Although he didn't pitch bad, he just Arizona's just not very good. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's not not the best pitching pack to be in. Uh, tell all, all the folks listening what your uh, Twitter handle is, Josh. My Twitter handle is at uh, uh, Gersh13. So hit up Josh. Yeah. You know he knows <laughs> a lot about the Dodgers. He goes to a lot of games. You know. Season tickets for twenty two years, you know. Going tomorrow too, actually. Nice. Got to see, got to see Trout when he's in town. I don't like the, I hate the Angels. Right. Especially when they became. Oh, by the way, you were right. It is. It would be the the Angels. Angels of right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were right last week. <laughs> Four years of Spanish for you. Oh boy. Um, so that was kind of eye blowing when you're like, so technically, isn't it? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. the angels, angels of Anna. Yes, it is. <laughs> <coughs> oh, the things we think of. Uh, so yeah, we have that odd home and home freeway series, yeah. right? So there's two up here, two and then here, two down there, two down there, and then uh, straight to the Padres, straight to the Padres. So they don't for have a three game set. Yeah, yeah, so they don't have a day off till a week from Monday, a week from tomorrow is their first day off. They are right now <laughs> smack dab in the stretch of twenty and twenty games. Yeah, I think. twenty games in twenty days. <laughs> And yeah, I think they're ten games into that, and I think they're six and four in those ten. Oh. But uh, but they should win. I'm hoping they should take three out of four from the Angels, and you should take two out of three from the Padres. You would think. I would think. You would think. <laughs> and like we said, this is the, the stretch of the schedule yeah. where you got to start piling up wins. You know. Um, yeah, the Angel, and you know it is good. You got to see Trey now because there's all those rumors about him getting traded. Well, no. Well, the GM came out and said, "No way in hell we're doing that." But yeah. From a baseball standpoint, if you think about it logically, you're wasting his best years because you have you have bad contracts, you have no pitching. Whatever pitching you had is now injured. Yeah. You know, Weaver can't even throw the ball, what, 85? Yeah, he's uh, done. So, and you have the worst farm system in the majors, I believe. The Angels are the worst farm system in the majors. So yeah. how do you not at, at least consider it? Yeah. At least. <coughs> they're, they're, they're an odd team. They're not well run. I mean, why well, would they trade? They have so many holes in their lineup hitting-wise, like past Trout, <laughs> and they trade for a defensive shortstop yeah. and give up whatever remaining prospects they have in their farm system <laughs> yeah. to get them. It's like, it's insane. You add a defensive first shortstop when that's like the last little piece you add. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like when you already have everything else figured out. It's like... Yeah, I... I... It's amazing to see when you see, when you look at the Cardinals, who, yeah, okay, fine, let's, for sake of argument, say they're having a down year. Right. The organization is always well run. Even the Spurs, who just lost to the Thunder, if you look, or the Patriots in football. The, the organi- to talk about the Patriots, Joshua. <laughs> the organizations are just well run, no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, the Angels, they just, there's no direction. There's no, it looks like there's no leadership. In the organization, yeah, they're kind of rudderless. They're just, you know, the only reason people go to games is to watch Mike Trout. So that's probably why they don't want to trade him right now. I right. think it's the only reason people are watching Angel games in the first place. That makes sense. You know, so 
You mean they don't want to come out and chiff a couple geriatrics pool holes in uh, <laughs> Hamilton and see if they can, you know? Well, Hamilton's not even on the team. Oh, yeah, that's He's right. He's on the Rangers. That's right. That was just two of those bad contracts well, they made when they were burying this team. Which the Hamilton to this day never made sense when they could have literally given the same money to Granky. Right. So it made so little sense when they gave it to Hamilton. Yeah. Like, even at the time, it made little sense. That's crazy. Forget about everything that happened to Hamilton after. At the time of that, when you had no starting pitching... And you went and signed an outfielder. <laughs> it just still from the beginning it made no sense. <clears throat> oh, well, yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. But speaking of starting pitching, yeah, uh, make a segue. Make a segue, please. <laughs> Ryu, your boy, Rahab Stark today in Rancho. Uh, in Rancho, not too far, right <laughs> down the ten. Yeah, two ten. Um, they got a nice little park out there. I went there for the double A. Uh, all-star game there last year. They got a nice little complex out there. Yeah, it's, out there it's not bad. Support the farm. Uh, when I remember when Kershaw was uh, rehabbing there, we tried to go, but uh, for a minor league game, tickets were like 70 bucks. Yeah. So we were like, oh, no. <laughs> just to see Kersh come yeah. in and like just to see if that dominate kind of, for two innings Yeah, pitch. in that kind of stadium just to see it. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, I mean, cheaper tickets than going when he pitches in Dodger Stadium, you know? Oh yeah, it's, it's, the well, you know that they do flex price now, right? Oh really? So flex price. So when Kershaw's the, the not when Kershaw more? pitches, it's when team certain teams come in. Uh, they do flex price. Uh, I mean, we for season ticket holders, the same price all year long. But if you look at the actual price on the ticket, that fluctuates. It fluctuates. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Because well, my wife works for Disney. Because you know Disney started doing the flex uh, the flex pricing. So on days they expect it to be more crowded, they start charging more now. Oh, <laughs> Their Rob is down there at Disney. Everyone's doing it now. <laughs> man, everybody's doing it. First the NFL with the flex schedule on Sunday nights, and now just even Disney. Oh, it makes sense. Well, they're actually, for them, they were trying to thin out crowds. Uh, you know, because people don't enjoy it as much when it's too crowded. So it makes it mean it makes sense from there. The Dodgers are just doing it for the money grab. That's that's a completely tip. <laughs> there's really no logic behind it other than the money grab. At least there's logic behind the Disney decision. You know, you can understand where they're coming from. Whereas the Dodgers are just a money grab. <laughs> yeah. It's all a money oh, grab. People my will friend. people will pay more when the Red Sox are in town. So we're going to charge more for those. <laughs> they must be talking to me. Um, yeah. So he's he only pitched a couple innings, yeah. and I think the plan is for him to get four or five rehab starts. And you know, I'm with that. You know, just kind of bring him along slowly, especially with Wood and Casimir turning a corner right now. Yeah. You know, there's no need to rush the guy. And then, you know, th- things like this in the pitching depth world have his tendency to work themselves out. Yeah. You know? And then so. M- McCarthy's starting to pitch simulated games. I mean, maybe may- maybe McCarthy comes out of the pen for all we know. Right. You know, uh, I, I'm convinced they won't bring up Urias till that arbitration clock starts. Right. Which won't be till June. And I, sometime in June. I forget the actual well, bit. <clears throat> you know, it was interesting because we always talk about this in like some vagaries and, you know, with, uh, you know, nothing really solid to talk about. So I looked up some stuff. And, you know, a guy needs 172 days, I think, for it to be counted as a year, mm-hmm. you know, of service time. Yeah. And there's about 181 <laughs> days in a Se- season. Which is why so, Bryant came up after 10 games, wasn't that? He something yeah, like something that. Like that so they Bryant, delayed him enough. Yeah. But then, you know, I know how I'm always talking about that June 1st thing on yeah. mid-June. about That's delaying them so they don't get, like... Um, 
Super 2 rights, which is an instance where yeah. they get one more arbitration year <laughs> rather than that controlled year for yeah. it. You know? So it's like two reasons to, to keep a guy down. Yeah. And um, which, which I heard they might address in the next players, you know, in the next union meeting. Oh, they have to. So. I mean, if whoever's <laughs> representing the the uh, Players Association, they have to address yeah. that. I mean, it's you have guys like Nolan Arenado or these guys that, like, contribute right away in a Monsters, and it's <laughs> like, I mean, it's good if the team does the right thing and buys out the yeah. arbitration <laughs> years, and, and it, it's kind of good because it allows the smaller market teams to compete, but I think you got to cut it back to, like, you know, two and two, like two years of ultimate team control and, like, two arbitration well, yeah, years. Yeah, because by the, something like the guy that. could be 27, 28 the way it works out now in, as a free agent. So he's already in, right. he's already nearing the end of that really prime. What is prime technically about 28 to 32 is your true prime, roughly? Yeah, 27 to 31. Yeah, so, yeah. so you're already into it by the time you get to sign your deal. Right. Yeah. So I, I agree with cutting it back a little. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fair because, like you said, for the small market teams, if they do do the right thing, they buy it. Like they did with Trout. Angels did it with Trout. You right. buy out those arbitration years, you know, give the guy the, like, Trout got, what, 6-124, I think, uh, something around there. Yeah, yeah. Because um, he only makes, like, $14 million this year, but then he makes, like, 30-something million next year. Jumps. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so I, I, I'm more of the – I. I'm less care about the money the Dodgers have. They have enough of it. <laughs> and more so about as far as Urias coming up. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of likened it last week to that David Price when he first came up in, like, the 08 playoffs. <laughs> and a lot of reason why he was effective was because nobody saw him. Yeah, you know? exactly, yeah. So that's why it's like even if you wait for the Super 2 deadline and he comes up, like, say, June 10th, there's still going to be four months, you know, three and a half months of people to to get a look and a book on this guy. Whereas, you know, if it's only a month when he comes up in the September call-ups, I like that a little bit better. And it's worked. It worked with Price. It worked with, uh, I remember famously with Francisco Rodriguez. Uh, you know, it worked. It worked when the Angels brought him up, and no one had a book on him at that point. And he just coming in, throwing, throwing gas. Right. And just getting guys out, you know. Uh, it worked with, my, I think, Michael Waka when uh, the Cardinals did it with Waka when they yeah. won the World Series a couple of years ago. Yeah. I mean, the Cardinals, and we always point to them as kind of a template because they have been a, a sustained uh, team of success yeah. here in the NL the past 10 years. But, yeah, they do it in, like, um, with Waka, these starters that are going to yeah. come up as starters, put them in those high-leverage situations, get their feet wet in the bullpen, and you have quality arms that you're adding to your bullpen yeah. now. <laughs> Same thing with Carlos Martinez. It's, like, ridiculous. And... Um, then you look at a team that doesn't do that. Like, look at um, Houston. They had trouble in the bullpen. So then they go and they trade a guy like Vincent Velasquez, and they put him in that deal for Giles. Yeah. Giles comes over. He's not doing well. And Velasquez is lighting the world on fire as a starter for Philadelphia. Yeah. Whereas you don't do that. Bring up Velasquez to fill that hole as an eighth inning guy that you need or whatever, and and then you still have him in the fold. They gave a bevy of they gave a kind of a haul to get Childs, and it's like blowing up in their face. Well, what I don't get is is it when they don't want to bring a guy up? I always question like why. It's almost like they put the business ahead of like to me. Winning a championship's never guaranteed. If you have a shot, yeah, and you don't have to make a dumb because to me. I don't think it's... Has it ever worked out where a team at the deadline made some crazy big trade and they won? Yeah. 
Has that really ever worked in any sport? Has that really ever worked out? Doesn't really. Well, not winning at all. Yeah. yeah. I can't really. I mean, the Cespedes deal for the Mets last year was pretty damn good. That came close. Far, yeah. So, but they didn't win at all. No. <clears throat> That's what I mean. Has a team ever won it all by when they made a splash like that? I really don't think they have. Yeah. Johnny Cueto, but I mean, he didn't he didn't pitch that well for them down the stretch. He had a, a good pitched a good game in the World Series, but you know, I hear you. I mean, I'd have to really rack but, my brain. And look yeah, at that's what stuff. I mean. So, so to me, you're better off always. You're better off going inside, bringing up a highly touted guy. You break him in in high leverage situations like that. So now he's used to it. So he goes and pitches when you finally want to let him start. Now he's he's like you said, he's got his feet wet. He's he's got his feet wet without around. putting the mileage on his arm. Exactly as a starter. So it's 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 the way to go there, Dodgers, and I'm sure they are gonna. I mean, it's kind of the trend that's happening, and you know, once teams prove you know that their way of doing things wins, then that's when it becomes a trend. Yeah. Um, one guy we haven't talked about this program, and I meant to lead it off of them because uh, you know, tremendous attaboy goes out to him this week for getting his first major league victory. One Mr. Yes, Ross Stripling. That's right. And collecting his first major league hit. Yes. Off of his college roommate michael walker michael walker yeah <laughs> i mean and it's like it just got me thinking it's like how many times has that conversation been had in hotel rooms <laughs> and locker rooms across these fair 50 you know of guys being like yeah man when we're in the show pitching against each other <laughs> this is like and like how many of those promises are like those conversations go unfulfilled and, yeah <laughs> but these guys actually actually made it happen it's uh you know a tip of the cap to both those guys but yeah it definitely wasn't stripling's best outing of no. the year, but he was <laughs> but able he got, to get his he, first he win. got the win though you know that's uh he, he's long overdue for Far. Yeah, not not a great outing, not a terrible outing, not a great outing. What do you get? Like four runs. Yeah, uh, I don't think all were earned. Yeah, I believe, but uh, or five runs, four earned, something, something. I can't remember what. It was. I lost juice. I can't. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, not his best outing. But I was happy to see him finally win a game. That yeah, was, that was exciting. Definitely <laughs> got to get in that win call. I mean. Obviously, he should have had his, a win that first outing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no hit ball for like whatever seven, seven innings. innings. <laughs> oh man, homie. Oh. Uh, so who's on the bump tomorrow? Uh, Maeda's on the bump tomorrow. Maeda, okay. Yeah. Maeda against uh, uh, Richards. No, uh, Richards is hurt. Richards is the one's got hurt, right? Yeah. yeah. I, so free, I, I, I can't remember the Angels pitching staff. <laughs> Nick Tropiano, maybe? Uh, I'm just pulling that one out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. remember. <laughs> it's, but, it's the Angels. You know, L.A., it's, they're not L.A. Yeah. I wish they'd stop pretending they were with this L.A. Angels. <laughs> the, the Angels, Angels. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're not. They just That just that frustrates me to no end. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things that's just, you know, because the California Angels was a good name. It was. I, I liked that. I thought that was great. Sound name. Why they ever... And Had then, the support of a whole state. <clears throat> yeah. Then they went to Anaheim, which was fine. They play in Anaheim. They were the Anaheim Angels. Makes sense. Makes sense. Now, doesn't make any sense at all. It's not even L.A. County. You know, it's... <laughs> not, only, not only are they making bad decisions on player personnel, yeah. <laughs> they're making bad decisions in the marketing department, too. It's a sad I day. mean, yeah, because that's the thing. They did it for marketing. Does the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim really help with your marketing? I mean, I guess they just think, like, oh, people that aren't aware of where Anaheim is <laughs> thinks we play but in a every, big city. everyone knows Anaheim. Disneyland is think. there. Everybody knows Anaheim. <laughs> you know? Maybe they thought they moved. You know, <laughs> they're playing in Carson. <laughs> oh man! 
Like it, it's Disneyland. It's the happiest place on earth. Everyone knows Anaheim. I, right. To me, that actually carries a lot of weight, especially when Disney owned them. I mean, that was. <laughs> yeah. We we do talk a lot about um, the these young kids, the Seegers and the Trace Thompsons and the Jocks and the Puigs, and about how they're hitting and their thing. But we really haven't seen our veterans really hit yet and it, it sounds it looks like maybe they're coming out of it a little bit this week yeah. it was great to see Aegon get out of that yeah. slump he oh, was going like 17 72 at bats i think without a home run and then he had and a stretch where he was 0 for 20 what 0 for 25 at one that point that was like that 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 stretch. Yeah. I mean, he's uh, had some rough yeah. outings. And he remember, was I hitting under a hundred for a long time at the ravine. And I, and I said, and I thought my fears were put to rest. Remember, I said before the season started that I thought his swing was late. I thought yeah. he was a little slow. But then in the first week, he looked. Oh, he looks like Aegon again. Yeah. Now it looks like he did in those couple of in those few at bats I got to see in the preseason. He's yeah. a little slow. He's a little behind. He's swinging. But now he's turning yeah. around again. Hopefully, I, I was he pressing. I mean, you wouldn't think a guy. A pro hitter who's a what a light you know he's such a good hitter lifetime that he would press like that but maybe he was. Yeah. Well, I think he's probably <laughs> definitely pressing because when he went on that 0 for 20 slump, the team was in a slump as well. Oh yeah. So it's one thing when your teammates are picking you up, you know, and uh, but when you're on a one for six homestand, and it's a lot of it is because you are the three or four hole hitter and you're not hitting. That's a problem. Yeah, but, but Grandal's been hitting pretty well. Grandal's lately. been yeah. hitting, and I love that kid's bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I think AJ calls a better game, handles the pitches better. <laughs> and but uh, Grandal's also coming along in that 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 aspect of his game. He is, but, and I think that's why they let him. Uh, why he caught Kershaw uh, this past week? He caught the game uh, Thursday. The five nothing shutout. Yeah, he oh, caught he caught the game see. Thursday. Because before that, the game, the one game he caught was the game Kershaw got a little rocked there when he gave up the five runs. Although he was cruising until then, but when he, he gave up the five runs against bad, Miami, bad sixth inning. Yeah, yeah, was when Grandall was in there, and of course, although he did give up a walk uh, finally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, so now it's not twenty to one. He's seventy-seven strikeouts to one walk now. So he's not seventy-seven to four. Seventy-seven to four. Sorry. 74. So he's not quite twenty to one yet <laughs> anymore. Come on, Clayton, <coughs> pick, it, pick up. it up. We need you to get back to that twenty-one k to walk <laughs> ratio. Come on now. Woo. Well, you know, Ar- Arietta's picking up his game, so he's got to uh, he's got to up it to make sure he's still the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The best around. Nothing's ever going to keep him down. Oh, yeah, that was uh, not just in honor of the fact that I've seen the Karate Kid like four times this past week, but uh, <laughs> but for, uh, for, for Kershaw. Hey, it's good work if you can get it. Uh, yeah, Clayton, man. It's, it's, it's quite fine to have that stabilizing force in your rotation. So. Well, it's nice because whenever they, like there, they were able to even the series with the Mets. He right. ended that, you know... The six game homes, you know, the six games in a row losing at home, he ended that streak. It's nice when you have a guy who can just come in like that. Save the bullpen. Yeah, exactly. Save the pen, ride it out. I mean, another complete game for him. Uh, actually, I have inter- some interesting statistics. I love that. Uh, between him and Sandy Koufax, because he reached his 250th start, Kershaw. Okay. Uh, Koufax was 119 and 71 in his. First 250 stars. Okay. Kershaw, 118 and 57. Wow. In his first <laughs> 250 stars. Uh, Koufax, 296 ERA. Kershaw, 242. However, uh, innings pitched, Koufax, 1692. 1692 innings pitched. Kershaw, 1661. So Kershaw did, or Koufax did it, pitched 30 more innings. Wow. In that stretch. Still tight. Yeah, but Still close. walks, 622 for Koufax, 467 for Kershaw. 
And then strikeouts, 1746 for Koufax, 1806 for Kershaw. I mean, when you really look at him, how historic his... I mean, he's still, he's still in his 20s. Right. So how historic his start has been. I mean, it's just... I think, and one thing worries me with Andrew Friedman and these guys in charge. When Kershaw exercises his option, what, in two years, will he still be a Dodger? He's going to be 30. Right. Will they sign him to that five-year deal, six-year deal? Or if Kershaw says, no, I want seven, will they do that? Uh, someone's going to give it to him. Yeah, someone will, but will the Dodgers? That's the question. Because this, this front office doesn't want to give those kind of deals to a pitcher in his 30s. And I hear you, and that's kind of a good rule of thumb. And especially when you look at how dominant this guy has been in his 20s, and you look at what's that resulted in the team. And is it like... Worth giving, you know, 35, 37 million over seven years to a guy that is just going to bring you division banners, you know, and you can't throw it all on him, but you know, you just have to look at the team success they've yeah, had on his watch. It's just a, I mean, that's, is it worth it? That's a legitimate question that's going to come up, you know, very shortly. So I think you have to, so Dodger fans, go watch Kershaw now just in case. <laughs> Go to as many Kershaw pitch games as you can. I try to go to all of them, so right. just go to as many as you can. <laughs> Do you want to give, the, before we sign off, the, the Dodger fans something pleasant to think about, other than a world where Clayton <laughs> Kershaw is in a different uniform than the Dodgers? Um, Come on. Come on, buddy. Give me something. <laughs> Actually, uh, uh, I, think, I think we'll see Ryu in a month, and I think he's going to be fine. Yeah. I think that's... And, What'll be nice is when McCarthy comes back, I do think would one of these guys is gonna go to the pen. Yeah. It'll shore up the pen. I th you know, it, it'll be nice. Well they'll be okay. Right, right now they're five hundred, they're gonna be fine. They're five hundred, you know, but the the key here is like we were saying earlier, is beat up on the bottom dwellers. Yes. <laughs> you know, in this next three weeks, these next, you know, uh twenty games. You know, they got to make a run. They got to yeah. win 15, 14, 15 of these games. You know, get some separation. Get ahead of the get ahead of the Giants. It's true. <laughs> hey, gang, thanks uh, for listening in and uh, stopping in with us on another edition of a Red um, <laughs> Dodgers Wrap 360. Tune in next week. The guy that usually sits in this chair, Bobby Demuro, will be making his uh, triumphant return to Dodgers Wrap 360. We appreciate you listening in. For Joshua Gershon, I'm Mike Conley. Thanks, guys, very much. Go Dodgers. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.